you've been a good little boy. And this is for it. Enough <laughs> said. Right, where's the sherry? to another Bang Bang podcast, Christmas Cracker. Merry Christmas to you all. I uh, hope you're enjoying these little shows of this period. They're a great fun to do. Um, as always in these shows, I'm joined by a guest to talk about one of their favourite matches of all time. And we also get to find out a bit more about some of their festive faves as well. So uh, Christmas films, Christmas music, Christmas food. Yeah, you know the drill by now. But uh, they're always a great laugh. So thank you for joining us. And I hope you're having a nice festive period and drinking responsibly and all that stuff, which I probably won't be doing. Uh, so today I'm joined by the man you featured in our last show, the regular series, uh, Mr. Ash Preston. Good evening, Ash. Merry Christmas, mate. Hey, Merry Christmas. Thank you for your uh, cracker. It only uh, feels like five minutes since we spoke last. It feels like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But we uh, we spoke about the 1987 Slammies, which was pretty much like a Christmas party gone wrong. It really. felt like we'd done, which yeah, yeah. such a, a crisis of an episode. Yeah, yeah. But it was a great laugh, and it's, it's great to have you on again, mate. Absolute pleasure. So we'll get down to business. So uh, what would you say, Ash, is your favourite Christmas film? Oh, so I don't like many. I, I, I'm not. I, I like It's Full Life. Yeah. Um, I think Jingle All the Way is an absolute banger. Uh, okay. Purely for Phil Hartman. Um, yeah. I do. I, I also really like Home Alone two more than or the third, oh, the first Home Alone. I really. Like, yeah. And apparently that's controversial. Much it like is. Prawn, much like Prawn Cocktail Chris. I thought that was the norm as well. It's not. Oh no, I like those. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad I'm not there. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I really like Home Alone. Um, okay. I, I, I absolutely my my prototype villains are are um are the, the are um Harry and Mark. they're just what I picture as villains and yeah Home Alone and it's got uh, Tim Curry in as well, isn't it? And it's Which got is... Tim Curry beat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you got a particular favourite Christmas song? Actually, it's from that film. Um, I I really love. Darlene Love All Alone on which I okay. think plays in a montage of Kevin and the band and the, the, the backing band is Street Band oh wow from okay. Street. it's just a really lovely tune it's almost like a Motown Christmas song of the sax yeah well, there's a few others I mean I really like the posing um, of course I really like yeah. um, Greg, Greg Lake um, um, I believe in Father Christmas okay. 
somebody the other day I, f- I forgot about uh, Christa Berg's uh, Christmas stuff. oh is that Space Mountain Travelers yeah that's quite good oh yeah. it's a bit odd isn't it it's a bit strange <laughs> yeah it is strange um, I'm going to ask you I'm going to ask you a, a a additional question which I've not asked people but I thought you might have a good answer to this oh yeah yeah have you got a favourite particular Christmas special of a TV show bottom yeah of course the bottom yeah. uh, holy the bottom I it is I I, I, I go uh, I go uh, to have Christmas mother and her, mm. and, uh, with her and um I make her watch it and she yeah. she really she hates she she tries her best to hate it and you can see her just crack it and then when he chops his finger off she's disgusted <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh, but yeah the bottom Christmas special um oh I I, I went a nightmare, a nightmare on Christmas special yeah but um I wasn't I'm I'm so conflicted on with the artist you know what I mean yeah, they got to be like feature length films yeah they did yeah like time in our hands that's yeah it, it's quite you know, shameless yeah, I'm. I'm not sure if um, I don't know. It's one of those programs in only fours and offices, which some people still love to this day. It's funny. I've kind of. <laughs> some of my mates went to see. They said, "Oh, we got a good thing. We're going to see uh, something called um, Only Fools and Free Courses." Oh, uh, murder mi- or like a murder mystery dinner, but it's it's Donny Yeah. Well, you know? No, I didn't didn't go to that. No. And they also said there's a similar one called One Foot in the Gravy. And there was a, there's a forty there's a forty towers one. I know that. And there was a forty yeah. towers one. Yeah. Which I, I mean, can't. Sound... I would just. I would, yeah. They just sound. It, it's just. It just sounds like what middle class Tory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I won't be going to any of those. Um, it's Christmas. So, Let's lighten the mood, Andy. <laughs> I so the bottom Christmas special, yeah, definitely, I'll go for that one. That is one of the. There's a few which I always try and watch over Christmas. So that one, uh, Father Ted Christmas special as well. Oh I yeah, that's to watch that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a Charlie yeah. Brown Christmas. Fantastic. Of course, yeah. 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 Um, um, the, the snowman's all right. Oh, I I normally get quite. I think I watched it. Last time I watched it was. I have to watch it with the David Bowie intro. Oh yeah, but I watched it in was I think snow. 2000, and um, it was at the end of the pandemic. That was during the pandemic, that sort of period, wasn't it? And I watched it, and the first time I watched it in years, and I was like, oh, we got to watch this. Cause my kids, I got two girls, uh, six and eight. Oh, lovely. So I was like, uh, oh, we need to watch this. So I always watch this, and I forgot about the David Bowie bit, and it was like. Oh dear! <laughs> I was well enough for even fucking started. We've got we've got into daytime radio. Uh, here. <laughs> uh, no, um, there's 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 some. Oh, I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, uh, can I, I? I don't know if this is controversial. I'm not mm. a fan of Elf. Oh well, no, my yeah, my two girls. I imagine you've had to it. watch Elf a fair bit. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't. I don't. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, again, I've seen it. I don't think I saw it until the kids what's the, um, made me watch it. What's the Christmas it? film with the girl from Matilda? Is that the Miracle on 34th Street? Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's all right as well. That's pretty. Have you seen the um the current Matilda? There's a, the a there's a new one. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't go there. I don't go to the cinema. I'm a hermit. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't know there was a new. Who's 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 Matilda? Is it Ariana Grande? No, so um. <laughs> Is it Lady Gaga? She does. I'm so out of touch. So Stephen Graham. Is in it? He plays um, the oh, dad. Oh wow! Okay, wow, that's okay. That's and Emma Thompson is oh, Miss cool. Trunchbull. Of course, Emma Thompson. Oh, yeah. Emma Thompson. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we are wow. veering into daytime radio. Now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking about the, our favourite crochet patterns. Have you got this. any recipes you want to share with yeah. us? Oh, We're getting onto food now, actually. Anyway, so yeah. First um, of all, we're going to play the carpenters and then have a lovely <laughs> chat about crochet. Um, oh, Not yeah, the pet boys though, because oh, that's hates the pet shop boys, but. Oh, um, Bring them all. <laughs> Three essentials of a Christmas lunch. So, um, 
I figure that, like, is Turkey just, like, already a given anyway? Well, some people have said Turkey, but um, it's up to you. Because I, I, I just figure it's going to be there. I mm. think the essential side. And, you okay. know, so you need the roast. Need the roast. Yeah. I've heard yeah. there's a bit of chat about people who like doing Yorkshire. I've never done that. I find it an interesting combination, but I've never ventured, right? Okay. Um, I also am a big boy for parsnip. Right. Love parsnip. I will only eat them to dinner. I seem to have no other reason ever to eat them. They just seem to exist. Yeah. Uh, and um, the stuffing. Uh, yes, sage onion. I uh, I once bought a um, from an Asda because it was going out of date, and I ate it like I was an animal. And in <laughs> fairness, I was. I love stuff. I always request or whatever sage onion. So there are three. I would okay. say you need the roast. I mean, the gravy's going to be there. Mate. No one's mm-hmm. going to outlaw gravy. You've got to have no. the gravy, mate. Otherwise, it's going to all take cack. Uh, your parsnips are they are they glazed? Are they just just general parsnips or are they? No, they're they're glazed. I think we I, I think occasionally my mum took okay. And uh, yeah. a discussion which has cropped up on the last few episodes of this. Uh, the stuffing. I was I was talking to um, a chap called Matt Willis. Not not that Matt Willis. Uh, a different Matt Willis. Uh, he's a chef. Oh, I right, asked okay. him. He hasn't been busted, right? No, no, no. Although he doesn't live in the same... I think he's got the same middle name as that Matt Willis as well. Oh, that's unfortunate. And he lives in the same place as him as well, which is slightly... And they have the same wife? Oh, <laughs> no, crazy. No, no, no. He hasn't got a wife. He's, ah. uh... Yeah, he's Sorry. a chef. I think we're but if you yeah. really, I apologise. I didn't mean to laugh at that. He's getting yeah. married. He's getting married to a lovely chap called Chris uh, oh, in, really? in the new year. So again, we've gone back into drive time. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a discussion about um, yeah. whether you know, went back when we were kids. Um, the stuffing used to go inside the animal, didn't it? Yeah, it's it, 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 it's still that way as well. Mm. I, I I don't recall it being that way. But then no. I am a weird family in the fact that we never had Sunday roast. We only had Christmas dinner. We never okay. on a Sunday had, like, uh, families do roast. I know families who did that. And I'm like, what? What fucking, yeah. what were you on? What were you earning? <laughs> <laughs> Working class family. We had we had literally one Christmas dinner. And then you had everything else on boxing. You had as many sandwiches as you can with it. You can't breathe. And that's what yeah. you did. Yeah, but yeah, some people, we never did that. We never had regular roast dinners. It was always special occasions or like Easter, things like that. You'd have like a, a roast store. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, right. you do, what you do after your Christmas, you pull a cracker. Yeah. And Andy, in my hand, I have a cracker. We're going to okay. pull this cracker over the internet. Okay. Oh, let's go. Here we go. And yeah. oh, well done, Andy. Andy. <laughs> Look inside. It looks like the prize might be the match we're going to cover. Oh, what, that, a se- what a segue. That is professional. Again, I'm going to subtitle this episode uh, Our Venture into Daytime Radio. <laughs> that, got very, that got very Alan Partridge with that. It uh, did. It did. It's very good. Well, so uh, so what, um, yeah, what, what match was in that cracker? So... When it's was favourite matches, I'm assuming people want to go with your, your steamboat, your savage, your epic. And mm. I just want to a match where it was something I saw and came across a couple years ago. And I watched it and just laughed my head off at how amused I was at it. And I saved it. And I watch it just to cheer myself up because it's such a mess. But yeah. it's really fun. What I've picked, <laughs> what I've chosen, <laughs> as I'm trying to not die, what I've chosen <laughs> is... I have chosen from the November fifteenth episode of WCW Monday Nitro. Yeah, that period of yeah. WCW Nitro. I have picked a match uh, with Screaming Norman Smiley versus Jimmy Hart in a hardcore match. 
proceed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, this again, this was uh, probably typical of 1999 Nitro because this opened the show. Yes, it literally, there's no intro, it goes straight into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a start. Uh, so, uh, you were a big fan of Norman Smiley, I take it, in this in this period of his career? I um, I absolutely love Norman Smiley, right? <laughs> yeah. This gimmick starts around the time Russo turns up. Now, if this is Russo's idea, then there's a saying, squirrel finds a nut, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He found a nut, and that nut was screaming Norman Smiley. <laughs> I absolutely love the character. Norman Smiley's always been... I watched WCW Nitro in the 90s. I did. I flipped and flopped watching Raw and that, whatever was on, the way it was on Friday nights in the UK. But I would see Norman Smiley in his weird, like, yellow trunks and boots. I'd be like, what's this weird fella about? And I'd find him, and he'd lose and stuff. But once they did this gimmick, I was like, oh, this is great. This is great. He's a bloke who, who, who's, who's like a, he's like a, he's like a, he's a coward. But in a really quite noble, silly comedy way, he's not like, and he wants to prove that he's tough. But the problem is, he's a good wrestler. But if you hit him with anything other than your fist, like an object, he will become hysterical. <laughs> Just I become screaming. a mess. Yes. Yeah, it's brilliant. And he's against Jimmy Hart, a manager, and. It's Norman Smiley, this is the the period where he's wearing football gear and the helmet. He's wearing like the local, you know, he's doing the Mick Foley cheap pop, wearing the, uh, you know, whatever the local football gears of whatever that is popular. But then Jimmy Hart is a level above. Slightly, yeah. Yeah. He's dressed in a suit of armour. He uh, Wheeling down a load of stuff in a, in a kind of wheelbarrow as well, yeah. He can't walk in the outfit. No, he can't obviously. move. So he looks like he's got a corn cog up, corn cog up his ass. He's like, <laughs> he's he's like, and then he gets that really rickety like bucket of weapons. And what what Jimmy Hart's great at is either I don't know if he's ever trying to do it or he just can't. Is he can barely get the weapons in the ring. Yeah. So he's throwing it. He's got like Hugh Morris's theme or the first family theme point. There's that. There's a there's a sighting of the surge. Um, bottle that WCW had a sponsor, didn't they? It was a bit like yeah. a Mountain Dew thing. It was in that horrible like, lime can. It looked terrific. But yeah, Jimmy Hart's in a suit of armour, but underneath wearing business shirt and pants. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, he's got normal clothes on underneath <laughs> as well. <laughs> Where's he got the armour from? Who has it? And, and what this is as well, is this is a national television programme giving you southern, local, regional wrestling bullshit. Yeah. This is a gimmick that must have been done loads, yeah. Yeah. It, well, obviously, this is this is perfect fodder for Bobby Heenan and uh, Tony Schiavone. Yeah, they, 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 they used to actually laugh at the hardcore matches, and people would give it shit because they were taking the piss and giving it a detriment. But this is the one match where them just corpsing is quite justified and yeah. worth it. And Immediately, they say he looks like a rusty tin of tuna. Yes, <laughs> if he if he sweats, he'll rust or something. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. Um, can we can we talk about by the way that um, WCW here is in a, a shithole period, and we know where it goes from here. Mm-hmm. But this crowd are live. Oh yeah, yeah. They are into this. Yeah. Yeah. They love this. And then Jimmy Hart starts doing proper Memphis heel shit. What does he, what does he pull out of his, wherever he's hidden it? He's got powder on the, he throws powder in his eyes. And Norman starts he, screaming, obviously. He starts crying in the crowd pop. How funny he is. 
That's so crying and wrestling. Yeah, there's no crying and wrestling. No, but he's not crying, he's screaming. Yeah. And it's brilliant because it's Jimmy Hart and what he's doing doesn't look like it's really doing anything. But it's the absurdity of watching Norman Smiley being beaten up by a manager in a suit of armor. Yeah. Jimmy tries to do Norman's wiggle, doesn't he? But he can't do it. Why does he do the wiggle? Why does he try to... And just what we need to add to this... Cavalcade. Oh, of, good uh, great. Here he comes. It's Brian. Now, this is it's Brian Knobs. Now, this is what amazed oh. me. I've co- been on a couple of other podcasts. I'm not really covered much WCW 1999 yeah. for good reason. Um, but I was on a couple of other podcasts, UTT podcasts, where they cover uh, sort of firsts and lasts of um, or the, oh, the, yeah. The, yeah, the original format was they went through um, each of the bookers of the um, from, uh, of the Monday Night Wars oh, and did like their their first episode, or the sort of the oh, highest and, uh, rated episode yeah. and the lowest rated. Oh, uh, and they did that for WWF and WCW, and they covered a lot of '99, especially WCW when they were going through the bookers like nobody's business. Oh yeah, yeah. And I guess it on one of those shows, and I was amazed to see that Brian Knobs was a major character on TV in 1999. <laughs> and, he, and he doesn't look any different from like 1993 Brian Knobs or something. That's what's weird. It's no. like he's been trans, and you're also like. Where's the other one? Because Brian yeah. Nobbs is like a bloke where even Marty Jannetty can get away with being on his own without Shawn Michaels being around him. But Brian Nobbs, I'm like, yeah, where's the other bloke? Yeah. All the Brian, time. That's, you know. Brian Nobbs had the, the advantage of being best mates with uh, Hogan, didn't he, I think? Yeah, fucking size of him as well. And he and he clatters Norman Smiley in the head with the chair. Oh, I mean, it was the time, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Takes a ch- oh right on the noggin oh it's horrible and he uh, he sets up a table outside as well yeah he botches that and then he rips it apart <laughs> yeah and then they do a spot where I think Norman Smiley's backing away and Jimmy Hart is running away and they bump into each other <laughs> yes they do oh it's and, and what's great is it. What's great is that Jimmy Hart's doing this, but the gimmick is obviously that Jimmy Hart's wearing a suit of armor, so he doesn't quite know where he's going. Yeah. So you've got like a scaredy cat versus a manager who's kind of blind. Yeah. <laughs> and then he puts him on the table and, oh, this is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. So Jimmy goes for a splash from the from the ring apron and just stiff the uh, idea of Jimmy Hart. If you never wondered what a, a man in a suit of armor going through a table sounds like it's quite yeah he goes through it at like 0.5 and yeah. somehow that makes it more wonderful how it happens yeah. and then norman smiley pins him and the crowd absolutely pop because yeah. he deserves it because what they've done is they've gone and done a, a a collaborated mess and somehow it's been brilliant there's so many good screaming Norman Smiley moments. There's a match he has with Meng and the Barbarian where he get, he get he gets injured and gets taken out on a stretcher, but then he sees they've knocked themselves out in the ring, so he jumps off the stretcher, runs in and pins <laughs> them, and then, and then legs it out the ring. But before he does that, he gets on the announce table, does a big wiggle right in Bobby Heenan's face, and then runs <laughs> away. There's a match he has. This is right. He has a match on a Thunder with the Maestro. Ugh. Oh, the and Maestro. In, and it's in Las Vegas. So Maestro comes out with Ryan Shamrock, I believe, isn't it? And um, then Norman Smiley comes out with 20 Vegas showgirls and he's in a white tuxedo and top hat and cane. And the crowd are just going, this is great. 
<laughs> silly prick. And then there's that time, he, the only time the demon was ever likable in WCW was when Norman Smiley nicked his outfit accidentally by getting <laughs> caught in the demon's coffin. And as the coffin's closing, super slowly, Norman just screams. <laughs> just knew it, knew what he was doing. He was someone that was, it was a shame the WF didn't, it wasn't he wasn't there, but you had Crash Holly and stuff, didn't you? Yeah. So, but it was a shame because he was a weirdly. I think he's a bit of a shining light of just funny mid card WCW in that period where there was no real defined heels and faces and what have you. Screaming Norman Smiley was a silly face character who got away with stuff, and you liked it because it was it's the rest, you yeah. know. Like I said, in the, it's the rest. It's, it's out of its. And he was around for years, wasn't he? Because uh, before. Um... One of the recent episodes was going to be about stuff yeah, in 1990. Yeah, he was a wrestler, wasn't he? He wrestled yeah. in Mexico's Black, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, on, he's on Star, Star, Starcade, isn't he? He's with, yeah. Always oh, with that uh, Chris Adams, already. Yeah, he's on with him, isn't he? Yeah. But, um, he's from I Northampton as well. He is. Uh, I, but, I, I think he, yeah, I think he grew up in Antigua. But I think now, so that's why That's why when he's on telly, he's got that sort of weirdly refined yet regional English accent with yeah, the West yeah. Indies thrown in. But um, I believe he, he still works for WWE, doesn't he? He was a coach uh, for he's, NXT, he's still he? down there, I believe. I so, Good yeah. on him. He deserves it. He seems yeah. like a lovely man. <laughs> and I like that someone who, in the years prior in WCW, was just this weird, quirky-looking jobber who had nothing going for him. You just do something a little silly, and the crowd just go, yeah, we like that. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. like that. We also like him doing that weird spanky thing, because the big wiggle was over as <laughs> Yeah. Just so ludicrous. And especially in this time period of WCW in late 1999, where there wasn't really much over at all. It was nice to have some, because uh, these were the things I liked in what was a promotion. I was g- kind of going, oh, I'm not really enjoying this. Yeah. And so seeing stuff like, seeing stuff like, no, who also, for the record as well, bonus points for his finisher being called the Norman Conquest, which is an absolute <laughs> chef's kiss of a name for a finish. Like It's like Brian Knob should have called his finisher the Sweaty Knob. Or, you know, or the knob rash. Why didn't he have a move called the... Brian Knobs would do that. He'd have yeah. a move called the knob rash. Anyway, I'm getting into a weird world there that I don't want them to start having mental images of. <laughs> Maybe WCW would still be a business today. The knob rash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but on that image... We'll, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> Merry <laughs> fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Think of Brian Knobs in his rash oh. as you're uh, chugging down the uh, eggnog. Right, um, mate, thank you very much. A pleasure. It's been a pleasure. A pleasure. Yeah, hey. No, it, it's been lovely. I hope to be back as turning into something strange and weird from this incredibly... Have yeah. a lovely Christmas to everyone. I hope you have a fantastic time. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, but I echo that, and we'll be back tomorrow with another Christmas cracker. And we'll finish off with Ash's Christmas favourite song. Oh, delightful. Uh, yeah, so uh, take care, and uh, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.